0: Welcome to the All About The Journey podcast, hosted by Wisdom Moon, where you'll hear inspiring conversations with Christian leaders from various backgrounds and industries that are making kingdom impact. Now, here's your host, Wisdom Moon.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the All About The Journey podcast. I'm your host, Wisdom Moon. And today I have a guest all the way from Canada, and yes, we did record this during the quarantine through the amazing you know, tools that we have um, called technology. So uh, we were able to just talk about the quarantine as well, uh, but also you know, discussing uh, the guest's journey of uh, getting to where she is from where she's been. So it's a very fascinating conversation. Her name is Brooke Nichols. She's a Canadian artist, worship leader, songwriter and we have some really uh honest conversations and potentially some controversial you know conversations um and thoughts but i'm really excited to share it and also if you are an artist and songwriter i want to invite you to check out the Uh, we are currently offering a seven day free trial without a credit card requirement. You just, you know, sign up with your email, your name. It's a very quick process and you'll be able to access some great resources um, that specifically tailor to independent artists. And I mean, some of the things include a live webinar and access to previously recorded webinars Uh, So once a month, we're doing a live webinar with an industry professional, whether it's uh, an artist or songwriter, somebody that works at a record label or a management company or booking agency. And we help you kind of learn about the music industry and best practices um, as far as things like publishing, releasing music. Uh, we also have unlimited messaging with our team if you're a member, so you can message us questions. And you, we also have an exclusive private Facebook group as well that you can you can be a part of. So uh, it's a great chance right now to be a part of uh, the artist mentorship community. Check it out and take advantage of some of these resources. We have seven different courses for independent artists that we recorded just last year, uh, specifically for Christian Indie Artists. So again, that's the theartistmentorship.com. And without further ado, here is my interview with Brooke Nichols. Hey, I'm really excited today to have... A special guest all the way from Canada, Brooke Nichols. Hey,
0: Brooke. Hey, Wisdom. How are you?
1: Good. Did I say your last name correctly?
0: Oh, yeah. You said it all great. Okay.
1: <laughs> I've been practicing, so.
0: You know, it's better than what I normally get. Sometimes people email me and they think they're talking to Brit Nicole.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: And we always laugh. That's like, going to be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, we're like, wrong girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you ever just go along with it and be like, yeah, I'm available to come? And
0: <laughs> Well, like one time we got into an email thread that got pretty deep. And then my husband was like, I think these people think that you're Britney Nicole. I was like, oh, I'm like, we need to up <laughs> our price.
1: <laughs> and, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I recently actually, you know, with the quarantine stuff happening, I watched a TED talk from like years ago of this like comedian who would uh, respond to scammer emails <laughs> and like from India and Africa and, you know, people say like, I'm the prince and want to give you money and stuff. And he would start like actually interacting with them through email. And <laughs> it's oh, so, funny. so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he makes it, um, uh, gets it to the point where the scammer basically is like wanting to quit talking to him
0: (laughs) that's awesome
1: yeah i was wondering if you ever like got an exchange like that with people
0: like like lead lead them on for lead them on for weeks then yeah like just kidding
1: Or even just show up, you know? Uh, That would be funny. I guess uh, people can't tell from like your picture (laughs) that you're not Brit Nicole.
0: Well, actually it's really funny. I had a radio station in the U.S. recently tag me in a photo and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, it's always really special when the U.S., uh, like anybody from the U.S. reaches out to me. And so I like looked at the picture and I was like, wait a second, that's... Brit Nicole. <laughs> so I screenshotted it and I was laughing about it. And then it was, oh, it was with, within, you know, within the hour they had caught their mistake and changed it. it really funny.
1: That's hilarious. Wait, I, I thought you were Brit Nicole. That's <laughs> what I'm doing the podcast for. <laughs> uh, uh, so Brooke, you actually in 2020 won a few awards from the GMA canada side um so you're the winner of female vocalist of the year mm-hmm. you won the inspirational song of the year for pursuit mm-hmm. and the praise and worship song of the year for turn my eyes yeah, wow right. <laughs> <laughs> and you were nominated for artist of the year
0: that's right so yeah.
1: that's really amazing congratulations oh thank you yeah thank so you. how like how did you get to this point of you know, being nominated as and recognized as, you know, one of the top artists, uh, songwriters, you know, in Canada? What's been your journey? Because, you know, a lot of times we hear of artists and then we just assume, oh, she was an overnight success, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) She just kind of came out of nowhere and then she's successful. But, like, what's been your journey of getting to this point?
0: Yeah, it's been – it's. It's a wild journey from day one till today. You know, like I started out in pop music. I was doing pop music for about seven years. I was like the girl that you'd see at all the the bars and the pubs and the whatever doing pop music and uh, Katy Perry and all that stuff. And I did that <laughs> for a number of years. I just like really loved music and. Um although I was always uh like a worship leader and involved in my church I really really fought the Christian music thing. Um and, and the truth be told it was just like a heart issue, you know, the closer you mm-hmm. uh become with someone the clearer you can hear from them and that's kind of what my journey with the Lord was. The, the closer I became with him as I matured and like uh yeah, as I matured the, the clearer I could hear from the Lord and he was calling me out of pop music which was something I was really resistant uh, of because I had worked so hard. I had been seven years. Yeah. You spend you spend every day of your life working toward this like goal, this dream. And then the Lord just said like, lay it down. And I was like, no, I will not. And <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it wasn't until like I just was obedient and I, you know, came to a place of peace where I just recognized that like the Lord is sovereign. He's in control. And like I had a choice to make, like, do I, do I follow him and be obedient uh, or do mm. I, do I operate in my own strength and and do this on my own? And so I laid that down. And then about four years ago, uh, I decided to start putting out Christian music. And so in 2016, I put out my first Christian record. And from that time, we started touring full time, like almost full time from then till till now. Wow. Yeah. So it's been like a really hard, but like very unique journey to me. One that I've known that God has been a part of like from day one. Um, I, I can see my resistance. I can see my stubbornness. I can see my obedience. So it's it's cool to be able to look back and be like, wow, <laughs> yeah. God was there all along. And so, yeah. And so like yeah. now here, here we are today in 2020 and just like working really hard to be more than anything though like just to be obedient to like yeah. where God is calling us and like what he's asking us to do
1: that's awesome so you know for you to have that kind of uh sensitivity to what God is saying to you you have to you know have a re- relationship with God mm-hmm. right so uh what's been that journey for you as far as you know just developing that relationship uh, with God and you know practicing, you know, hearing from him and even like knowing when he's speaking versus mm-hmm. like, you know, when it's your own, you know, thought?
0: Yeah, well I think like, you know, I just I'm always I always use this analogy of like, how would I if my husband was speaking to me, but yet I never ever spent time with him and I never like kind of like leaned in to hear what the sound of his voice actually sounded like. Like when he was mm. speaking to me, I just I would never recognize it. Because I've never yeah. taken the time to know what his voice sounds like, and so I've what I've learned over the years. Uh, I mean, you know, I've, grown, I've been a Christian my entire life, and for the majority of it, it felt like God was just something that I knew, not someone that I knew. If that makes any yeah. sense. And uh, you know, there's this verse in James, and it says, "To draw near to God, and He will come near to you." He will Draw. Near to you, and that 's kind of uh, that 's kind of where I started. I just made this decision of like I want to know who God is, like I want to hear him, I want to know his voice, I want to know his heart, and that just comes from like spending time with him, you know, being honest, asking questions, leaning in yeah it, it was it 's been a really beautiful journey of doing that,
1: yeah, so can you look back at you know the time of being a pop artist, and then now um, doing Christian music, and um, you're a worship leader at a church, and uh, maybe point to a challenge that you faced during you know that season, and how you kind of overcame that you know challenge in your life.
0: One of the challenges I had actually was like uh, was how I perceived and looked at Christian music, to be honest with you. oh wow, I had a really hardened heart. Like I can remember saying with my own mouth, like Christian music is weird. I would never, (laughs) I would never do that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, and I mean, really that was just a matter of my heart. It was just bitter and it was cold and it just needed like to be softened. And like the, it goes back to like, Draw near to God, He will draw near to you. The closer I became with the Lord, you know, I couldn't help but want to write songs about Him, to Him, for Him. It just kind of like, yeah, it was just this, this total heart shift. And so I think like the challenge, the, cha- the challenge in it all was just like, like laying down my pride, I guess, mm. of like what I wanted to be or who I thought that I should be uh, versus like who God was calling me to be. Yeah. Uh, and when you make pretty h- harsh statements like Christian music is weird, I will never do that. You know, like you're really like, you know, God's saying like, oh, really? Like that's how you feel. Well, I- I'm going to show you different. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I think the challenge is just like, yeah, laying down uh, my pride and all of it and and, and mm. you know because it, it's embarrassing to say one thing to make these bold statements and then the next thing you know, like that's what you're doing for a career <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, and I mean and that took years of softening and years of changing and years mm. of laying down and yeah,
1: and now you're actually being recognized by the Christian music industry as uh, you know, one of the top artists in Canada, which is kind of ironic if you think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is ironic. And I'm just reminded that yeah. that's how God works, Hey, Like he, <laughs> like, I just, I never dreamt that this would be my life. I just, my dreams looked so differently than than where I'm at today. But oh my yeah. word, can I ever say that like, I'm filled with so much peace and joy and like, I wouldn't change it for the world now. And and I'm just reminded like that's who God is and that's what he does uh, in people's hearts and lives when we fully surrender and lay things down before him. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So during this time of uh, the past few years being an artist in Christian music and writing, you know, worship songs and Christian songs, um, and you do a lot of uh, live events, right? Mm -hmm. Can you think of maybe a moment during a live event, you know, that was maybe like one of the highlights for you or, you know, one of your favorite moments?
0: Oh, wow. Okay. A highlight. Well, okay. Okay. A highlight would be when I first put out my first Christian record. So when I met my husband, he was playing bass in the band, um, the City Harmonic. And yeah, uh, yeah, you probably know Eli. He's in Nashville and he's he's doing his thing. And, and, uh, and so, and, and I wasn't even doing, uh, I mean, I was doing pop music and, you know, bars and clubs at that time when I met Steve. And so like, anyways, fast forward to like, I decided, you know, to put out my first Christian record and the city harmonic asked if I would come on tour with them, uh, for their last like benediction, Um, they Mm -hmm. were, you know, like Eli was moving to Nashville. The guys were all kind of separating. Steve and I had just gotten married and, um, uh, so yeah, so I went on tour with the guys and then, um, so Steve played with the city harmonic. I got to open and then I got to come on stage with them and sing their song, Uh, holy wedding day. And It was, you know, for my first like real tour, they were sold out shows because it was the guys off tour. Everybody wanted to be there. And it was yeah. like, the most incredible experience, just like being able to be on this tour, like with Steve, wow. with the band. Um, yeah, it was a it was a really good first experience. It was kind of like it set the bar so high, um, you know, and then like it was hard to compare much after that. It was just so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you know artists that kind of thrive in the live setting and enjoy touring because there's also artists that don't really enjoy touring. Yeah. Um You know, there's definitely like those special moments, and I think a lot of times that's what keeps you going too. Is you know those moments where you can like reflect back and go that that's what it's all about, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what makes it worth it. So. One of the things, the songs that uh, actually on our Instagram live stream on Marketing with Wisdom's Instagram, um, you play for us is the song "The Darkness Doesn't Scare Me," mm-hmm. um, and I'd love for you to share the story behind that song with our listeners.
0: Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, it's um, you know it started back when um, I had just started working at the church and I had just transitioned out of pop music and was just doing you know minimal minimal shows here and there as a Christian artist and my paychecks were pretty tiny. And, you know, I was newly married and my husband had just got like a really good job in the music industry. And, uh, Mm. I, you know, he was the one who was kind of bringing home the paycheck and he was the one who was, you know, giving us a way to live. And he came home one day and he just said like, I need to quit my job. (laughs) I was kind of like, I'm sorry. (laughs) What did you say? And he's just like, I really need to quit my job. And, um, it was months again, back to this resistance thing. It was months of me not wanting him to quit his job. It was kind of like, I knew what God was asking of us. Like as soon as he said, like, as soon as he said to me, like, I felt like the Lord tell me, like, I needed to step out of this and I need to partner with you and we need to mm-hmm. you know, do this together. I-, I loved the idea of that, but I was really afraid of what we would have to give up in order for been yeah. to that. And that was because I was like, how will we live? How will we, you know, how we eat, how will we pay rent. And so I really fought it. And there's this verse in Isaiah 41. It says like, do not, do not be afraid. Do not fear for I'm with you. And then again, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy that says like, do not be afraid for I'm with you. Uh, and then it goes on to say that the Lord goes before you uh, in all things. And I found a lot of yeah. comfort in those verses in that time, even though, I had grown up a Christian, and I like heard those verses a million times in my life. They just took on like a new meaning because, for the first time in a long time, I was really, really scared of what it looked like to give up so much for what mm-hmm. we had no idea what it could look like. You know, yeah. it's easy to give up things and to walk into things when you can see what you're walking into, when you can, see, yeah. when you can see the instant reward in it. But when you, but when there's nothing. Uh, when there's nothing for you to kind of grasp onto other than like the word of God, which in that time um, proved itself to be enough for me. Um, And so I just began to like declare like, okay, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid in this season. And it just became my prayer. Uh, And then from that season, from that prayer, I wrote the song, the darkness doesn't scare me. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was just saying like, too, like it feels so, Like, uh, even now in this season of COVID, like here we are again in this like crazy, scary season of like, everything's been taken from us. Um, our tours, our shows, uh, church, like everything that we do, um, is canceled for the next six months. And so here we are again. And, uh, you know, this, although the situations and the seasons are different, they just feel really comparable, and mm. I am even reminded through my own song that like the Lord is with me and like, I don't have to be afraid in this season.
1: Yeah. What a timely song. I mean, for the, the lyrics are so powerful, you know, and j- just listening to it even during the season. And, you know, we are recording this early April, 2020, if people are listening in like 2040 or something <laughs> <laughs> and looking back at what all happened. I, like, I actually wonder that a lot, like, I wonder what we're going to talk, you know, say about this whole thing, like 20 years from now. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: But I mean, this song, I think, is such a timely song uh, for us. One of the things that I'm learning, even like in processing through the season of, you know, this crazy pandemic crisis is we can, you know, we all have a reaction when something happens, right? Especially Mm -hmm. like something traumatic, we all have just an automatic reaction, um, emotional reaction. But then, you know, once we get past that, we can choose to have a response, like we choose how we're going to respond to it. Right. So, um, can you walk us through maybe like what your reaction was with all of this mm-hmm. and how you've decided to respond to it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been like a, a roller coaster ride for me, and probably you know every other listener listening to this. But at the very beginning, um, you know, my husband he's really positive, which I really appreciate. He he mm-hmm. doesn't really let us stay in our in our bad situations for long. It's kind of like acknowledge it. Yeah. Acknowledge it. Let's turn our eyes to Jesus. Acknowledge like what he's given us and let's move on. And so that's kind of what we did at the very beginning of this. But as time goes on, you know, I'm starting to feel like that the actual the actual loss, like the, I'm grieving mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we've lost, but One thing that I'm practicing and reminding myself of every day is actually just who God is in our lives. You know, Mm. I I have met God as comforter and friend in my life. Like I have seen him provide for me in my life in ways that like, you know, it's hard to even articulate. I have felt his comfort and his love uh, in my dark times. So reminding myself of like who God is, is really helping me get through this time Um, Mm -hmm. like God's never failed me before. And even though I'm in a new place of uncharted waters, um, I trust that God is who he says he is. And yeah, I just think that like, you know, there's so many things like just like remaining in prayer and like, just like being honest with God about how I'm feeling. Uh, and then like, you know, you said back, like we have a choice, and we, we do have a choice. Like I could stay here in my grief for a long time if I wanted to. And mm-hmm. I and I am choosing to stay here right now and feel it. But I also am choosing to turn my eyes to Jesus and, and believe that he is who he says he is.
1: That's good. Um, so, you know, with all the uncertainty, you know, going on, I'm sure a lot of your plans have changed for the upcoming months. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is kind of your vision for... You know, whether it's a year from now or, you know, a couple of years from now, um, what's what's your big vision for you know your ministry?
0: Yeah, well my heart is worship. I love gathering people, I love gathering the church and just like declaring the truth of who God is and like exalting his name. And so I just like, you know, I'm thinking even to the fall, like I pray this is like lifted and you know, gone. Uh, and if it's not the fall, then you know, spring twenty twenty one. I just like I have dreams that the church will be so excited to gather again. That like mm. new, like new worship will come from people. Um, yeah. I, I have no doubt that people are meeting God in this time in like a new way, and mm. inevitably that changes us, and that will change the way we respond to people. It will re- change the way we love. And it will change the way we worship, and so yeah, yeah, I have, I have, I'm very hopeful for the future. As much as as much as we have lost, it's not keeping me, uh, it's not keeping me down in that way. It's actually making me feel more hopeful.
1: And what do you see, maybe you know, in the next um, year or two, as far as you know, Christian music goes? Because you know, you went from kind of having this hardened heart towards Christian music. So now being a voice in it and impacting, you know, people through it, what do you see happening with Christian music and maybe what are your, what are some things that you're excited about and maybe some things that you're concerned about?
0: Yeah, I think like I'm excited about, you know, people need, people need music, people need Christian music because, you know, when we connect the word of God and the truth of who God is with music. Like it just does something in us. So I feel really excited for just being able to continue to do that for people to write new records. You know, I, you know, it's so interesting. The music industry is evolving. Like every and, and I'm sure yeah. you feel that too, right? As yeah. each year goes on, you know, there's just like a new uh things are just evolving in a new exciting way. Like I even think of um, you know, Maverick City music. That mm. that is like a newer movement that's come out in the last what year ish?
1: Yeah, I think less than that. Yeah.
0: And like that's really cool. And so I think like I mean, I can't personally like say or envision like what, what else will be done, but I think more new cool initiatives like that are going to start, you know, start popping up all over the place. And I think it's great. Like the more, the merrier we need to fill our mouths with the truth of who God is. And so that makes me excited. And um, Mm. I don't feel too worried about anything as far as the music industry goes. Like it's, If if anything, the only thing I'm worried about is like getting old and not understanding the new (laughs) the new technology (laughs) that's like (laughs) coming out all the time. Um,
1: Yeah. What is TikTok?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, I just like tried it once and I was like, I don't get this. I'm like, I need I need a teenager to show me. Yeah, but Uh, I also.
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, especially you know, with you being. Uh, On the Canada side, I wonder, you know, how you see this because there's a little bit of a controversy around the term even Christian music, Mm -hmm. right? Or Christian artists. So there's, you know, artists that that label themselves as Christian artists. And then there's artists that say, no, I'm an artist that happens to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. And they don't like to be labeled Christian, you know music or Christian artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your take on all of that
0: <laughs> well I used to be one of those people so <laughs> I you know you know what okay I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it I think that like if you want to sing about like heartache and whatever else like go for it um, yeah where it where it hurts my heart is when I see uh, Christian p- people saying that they're Christians and and they're just you know, not speaking with integrity, you know, they're dropping, you know, different swear words like from the stage or their lyrics are kind mm. of like crass and dirty. And that just kind of, it just makes me sad. I just think like, Oh man, like you're claiming, like you have an, a huge audience of people who, who aren't Christians and then like you claim to be one, but like, you're not really any different than, mm. than the rest of the world. Like what as Christians were called to be set apart. And so like, i guess like i always just think like oh like how are those artists like setting themselves apart um mm. as as calling themselves as christians but not being christian artists i remember when i was doing the pop music i i used to have a bunch of friends that like were not christians that would always like you know come to my shows and they'd be like oh there's just something like so different about when you sing and I knew what it was. It's just the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit in us, like as Christians, when we get up and like sing and and like. And I knew that, but like I didn't have like almost didn't have the guts to say it at the time. Mm. And just thought, oh, they won't understand it. But like, actually, at the end of the day, that would have been a really great opportunity for me to share Jesus with those people. And so, yeah, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. There's definitely not. But I guess it's just how people represent Christ, whether or not they're claiming to be Christian or claiming not to be as artists.
1: Yeah, that's definitely, I, I'm i totally with you. Uh, I think that's definitely a big issue that I'm concerned with too, as far as artists that represent, you know, Christian music, or they, you know, outwardly say that they're Christians or Christian artists, but then, um, yeah, it doesn't really reflect outside of that as far as like their music and, Their lifestyle, um, their language, Um, but even saying that, you know, some would say, oh, you guys are just being legalistic Mm -hmm. (laughs) and old school and all of that. But, you know, I think, yeah, you're right. Like the Bible says that we're supposed to be set apart Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to be salt and light in this world. So. You know, if we, we're not any different, then what is the world gonna see that will actually, you know, attract them to what we have, you know?
0: That's right.
1: So Yeah, yeah and I think good.
0: like I think like I can speak from a place of somebody who used to say, like, Oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but like my, my music isn't Christian and I just think if I look back and think like where was my heart and all of that, like like, why didn't I want to share Jesus with people at the bars, but like claim that I was a Christian still, like why, mm. you know, so I think it's like a matter of the heart and like, I understand people get defensive and will say things like, yeah, like you guys are just legalistic, but like, I actually was once there, you know? Yeah. Like you, like you just said, as followers of Jesus, like our, our goal is to become more like Jesus and to point people to him. And so, yeah, I just think that, like, it's something to always, that we should ask ourselves, like, are we pointing people to Jesus? And that doesn't mean, like, bringing, like, a, you know, a a Bible into the bar every time you go to the bar. Um, Yeah. It just means, like, representing the Lord well. And, like, you know, I I just, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's also interesting to me how uh, right now in pop culture, a lot of the pop artists actually are, you know, calling themselves Christians so it's almost like a cool thing too. Right. So it's a very interesting time where, you know, uh, like artists like Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, uh, some huge artists are, you know, really outward, like outspoken about being Christians. And so it's become almost like this cool thing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to like label yourself a Christian. So I don't know how I feel about all of that, but, you know, it's, it's just interesting that Shift that has happened um, recently with all of it too, okay. where some Christian artists are like, "No, I don't want to be labeled Christian," but then some pop artists are <laughs> saying, "No, I'm a Christian." No, I'm a Christian, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
0: interesting a, times. Yeah, it's interesting times, and I think, like at the end of the day, I remember when Kanye West came out uh, with his Christian record. You know what? I can't. I don't know Kanye West. uh I, I hope that he has like a personal pastor that he works with that like walks alongside him and knows him. But none of us do. And so to to judge where he is at, I think like man, if anybody judged me when I was, you know, when I was even now if people judged me, like I would be so broken over that. And I would be like, and where's the church? Like I need them. And so I just think like, Mm -hmm. it's just, I just reminded that like, it's not for uh, like, just like other people's worship. Like we go into a church and we're like, Oh, that worship sucks. Well, like, that's actually, the worship isn't for you. It's for God. So like, it's not for you to judge. Mm -hmm. It's just like other people's lives and relationships with God, whether or not they, whether they say it and they are, or they say it and they are, it's not for us to judge. And so I just always like remind myself of that and just like hope that like the Lord is like transforming their hearts.
1: Yeah. Um actually I listened to an interview that uh, friends of mine did Seth and Nerva on their podcast called Free Mind. Yeah. And they actually talk about this interview where Kanye West's pastor is being interviewed. And he talks about how like uh Kanye just showed up at this like small church in California. And after service, he was kind of like just, you know, standing in the back. And then after service, went up to the pastor and basically told him about this transformation that happened with his life and how he needs discipleship and was coming to this pastor for discipleship. So I guess for months, this pastor, um, you know, one-on-one like discipled him. And even with the songs that he put out, like the, t- the pastor actually... Um, you know, went through his lyrics for theological accuracy and things like that. Um, And, you know, even like Justin Bieber, you know, Selena Gomez, um, I've heard interviews about like the pastors, you know, that are kind of overseeing them um, and their spiritual, you know, journey too. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's encouraging to see that happen in pop culture because maybe they're is more of a shift happening you know with um just music you know the mainstream music as well where we're going to hear more of the gospel in mainstream music mm-hmm. which is awesome so
0: well you know what i thought yeah. was so cool is that like You know, they've taken Jesus out of schools. They've taken Jesus out of, you know, almost everything. And here's Kanye West with the biggest billboard in uh, Madison (laughs) Square, like right downtown in Times Square that says, Jesus is (laughs) king. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yes and amen. Like. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, what a brilliant title for an album. Cause yes. every time he gets on a show, you know, like Tonight Show and stuff, the host is saying Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Without, like, actually saying, you know, just by saying the album title. So, His yeah, that powerful was, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, just the insights and hearing about your journey before I let you go. Would you mind praying for our listeners?
0: Yes. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. I'd love to pray. Um, one of the things that have that has really been like getting me through this time, this COVID time, um, is obviously the word of God, but just uh, Psalm 23, actually, in the Passion mm. Translation is just so beautiful. It's so comforting. And I pray that like it would comfort you and the listeners today. God, we just uh, we come before you. We just thank you for who you are. Um, we thank you that you come alongside us to comfort us and to um, fill us with your peace, Lord. And so I just want to pray this Psalm that says that, Lord, you are our best friend. In you, we always have enough. God, you offer us a resting place in your love. And Lord, even when our path takes us through the valley of the deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me because you already have. You remain close to me and you lead me all the way through it. I will never be lonely for you or near because the comfort of your love takes away my fear. So, why would we fear, fear the future, Lord? For your goodness and your love, they pursue us all the days of our lives. And then afterwards, when my life, our lives are through, we'll return to your glorious presence and be with you forever. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, thank you so much for your time um, to be with us. And um, I want to encourage our listeners to look your website up which is bricknichols.ca mm-hmm. um, and then also your music is all over the streaming platforms mm-hmm. spotify apple music youtube all the places <laughs> and you're on instagram so um yeah if you're listening i'd love for you to check out her music and follow her on all your favorite social media platforms yeah thank you so much for your time
0: No, oh, thanks wisdom it's my honor Thanks for listening to the All About the Journey podcast. To connect with Wisdom, you can find him on Instagram at Wisdom Moon or Facebook at Wisdom Moon Official. To check out the show notes of this episode, head over to allaboutthejourneypodcast.com. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. We'll see you next time.